Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host Lexa White and with me this week is Brad A. How are you doing? I am doing wonderful, Alexa. I'm glad to hear you are too. Yep, it's it was a long weekend, but a fun one. Um, I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and now I have a fun week uh, at the Willow Wink upcoming for our premium membership. Uh, we're having a special murder mystery night. So in the next couple of days, I'm going to go shopping for a costume. Oh, murder mystery on skates. Uh. It will include skating and bowling. Okay. Excellent. That, is, that, that sounds like a good time. Yeah. I am excited because I get to dress up for work. Yeah. Oh, I mean, you get to do that. You get to, you get to role play. It's, it's everything oh, yeah. most of us enjoy doing. Uh-huh. So, yes. Uh, but for those who may not know you, would you mind introducing yourself? Yeah, so um, my name's Brad. Um, I play out of the Middle Tennessee group, so um, I regularly get to be destroyed by Nate GG uh, on our Monday game nights. Um, and so I got into Crisis Protocol about a year ago. Uh, I got the core set for my birthday and just started playing. Before that, I was really into uh, Games Workshop's Underworlds game, the card and minis kind of strategy game. Did that for about two and a half years. And then between Rotation and Pandemic, that pretty much killed that game in our area and for me. Um, and so I was just a money grab at a certain point from GW, it felt like, because they were just nerfing old war bands I liked because of card rotation. I was just like, okay, well, nobody's really playing that anymore. This looks fun. Played that. Got into doing uh, MCP after I'd done a couple of big army games and decided I'm not a big fan of armies yeah. because it just takes so long to mm-hmm. move everything. And kind of my perfectionism kicks in when trying to keep all the coherency and everybody lined up just right. So I'll, I'll play skirmish games now and I've got a couple of armies still, but uh, the armies are not my thing. I realized after, after building and painting two of them. Fair enough. So now for the most difficult question of the night, what character not in Marvel crisis protocol? Do you want to see in Marvel crisis protocol? So, so I'm going to give you a two part answer. So the first one that I want to see more than anything is Firestar. And I know somebody covered this not long ago on the show, so I'm not going to steal any of their thunder. But that was my first exposure as like a four-year-old finding superheroes on my own. Those are like the first superheroes I found on my own on Saturday morning cartoons. So Firestar, Iceman, Spider-Man. Well, Spider-Man I knew beforehand, but really the Firestar, Iceman are the first ones I found out on my own. I already knew who Spider-Man and Superman and Batman were because of my older brother having comics and uh, underoos and all of those wonderful things uh, us kids who grew up in the late 70s and early 80s uh, got to wear. Um, However, kind of my, my, my part B pick to this is he's in the game, but he's not a leader. And I want West Coast Avengers Hawkeye on a sky cycle. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I know the the pain of having a character in the game, but not the version you want. Yeah, I, I, I got into comics in the late, mid to late 80s. And so that's like right when West Coast Avengers, like it was one of those things when I looked at, I'm like, oh, this is like on issue 20. This is feasible for me to own all of the issues in my, my little 10 or 11 year old head, as opposed to like X-Men that was on issue 185 or something at the same time. So I fell into West Coast Avengers hard because of that. So like I need a West Coast Avengers leadership. 
So I, speaking of origins in comics, I came into comic books with the New 52. Oh, wow. That is recent in my, to me, someone yes. of my age. That, that is recent. That was high school for me. Okay. Um, but it was like, comics were intimidating, but I liked a comic, bunch of comic book adjacent stuff. Uh, TV shows, movies, games. Um, yeah. And then DC did the New 52, and I'm like, I can finally get into this. So, yep. yeah, that's how I got that's, in. That, that's, I, I've read a fair amount of those. Uh, that was our library is really good. Uh, they don't have as much as they used to, but for a long time, pretty much they had everything DC in their uh, electronic library app. Nice. All the graphic novels and stuff. So I tore through New Fifty Two on there, and like we could take check out like fifteen a month through a th- mm-hmm. through what Hoopla I think was the application through yeah. the library for free. And so that's where I read all that stuff was was through the library. Um, I uh, so well not uh, New Fifty Two though the iteration of New Fifty Two was good. Probably my favorite comic book has been uh, the most recent one of Justice League Dark. I have not read that because I haven't read any DC books since probably New 52 timeline. So, uh, so it's uh, Wonder Woman trying to get the Justice League Dark to function <laughs> because they are a disaster of a group. A little bit of a workplace comedy. Uh, workplace horror story because they're also fighting a Cthulhu being. I mean, like most workplace stories are horror stories in their own way. <laughs> Yes, it's very, very, very good. Okay, um, I might have to check that out. And makes Man Bat an interesting character. Okay, I'm, that I'm there for. That is one of those one. I can't remember if that's one that was actually created in the comics or created on the uh, Batman animated series. I'm also the generation after Batman the animated series. Um, so I got started with the Batman. Yeah. So animated series was I was in high school. And so I thought it was cool in high school, but it was not a thing I was there for every issue, every episode, because I wasn't there after school for it. Um, yeah, so I was Spider-Man and his amazing friends, super friends, all of the horrible early 80s um, stuff, including, you know, G.I. Joe is like my main cartoon love. So Yeah, well, I grew up on the anime-influenced era of the early 2000s, where we got things... Well, we got uh, Japanese imports like Digimon and Carcaptor Sakura, which, side note, the new Digimon game came out, and it's very good. Um, I've heard you mention your love of X-Men Evolution, and so I actually... Uh, not necessarily related to this, but just based on you talking about that, I'm like, okay, I never watched that, but it's on Disney+. Plus. I'd pretty much watched everything I had in my backlog. So I'm like, let me just put that out while I'm painting last month. And I watched the first season. It is a trashy CW show. Very much. And I am usually there for, for, for horrible teen dramas as being the 45 year old straight white guy. Like that is just one of the things (laughs) my wife loves all things. Disney, including like the Disney teen shows. Like she got me into, and one of my favorite shows was girl meets world. Yeah. I am not the target demographic for that show, but I absolutely adore and love that show. Well, so probably two of my favorite shows currently airing are teen dramas, which is uh, the Nancy Drew TV show, which is fucking great. Which I, I saw you mention that, and I posted about the Hardy Boys show, which I really yeah. enjoyed. So I've got a, so I think my wife and I talked about the Nancy Drew, so I'm gonna have to bring that one back up because I think we're about uh-huh. out of 
so horrible TV as we get on our tangent. Uh, Virgin River on Netflix, <laughs> the oh. most cheesy melodrama horror. I got to finish fourth season of that right now. So, uh, yeah, no, that is, uh, I yeah. have heard tales of that show, but I have not watched it. It's, it's nice. Right, like it's nothing. It's nothing new. It's nothing exciting. It is a great show to put on and still have a story while you're doing something on the iPad or on the laptop or doing something else. Yep. And th- that's that's what it is for us. Usually, we're on an iPad or a Switch or something else. Mm-hmm. So, but it gives us a little bit of melodrama. The other one, and it is arguably the worst show I am watching right now, but it is so good. Is Riverdale? <gasps> I have not watched the most current season because we watch that when it hits Netflix usually. Yeah. But yes, I have watched all of Riverdale. <laughs> that that mm-hmm. show is utter garbage and I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It is like, I'm like, man, like, granted, all the teenagers are actually like 35 years old, just like 90210 was when I was yep. a teenager. <laughs> but it's it's like, the, you no, you weren't allowed to do that stuff as a teenager. Even the people I knew who were super friends weren't into that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, also, so just dropped on HBO Max is the new reboot of Pretty Little Liars. I saw that. I've seen a lot of ads for that. I asked my wife about that because she, lo- my wife, loves horror, like yes. particularly ghost horror and mystery. It is okay. Then your wife will love Nancy Drew because have you heard the pitch for the Nancy Drew TV show? No. Uh, Nancy is being haunted by the ghost of the murder victim. Okay, yeah, she's she's there for that, hundred <laughs> percent. That is a hundred percent. We'll probably start watching that this weekend. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. but original sin is way more horror than the original Pretty Little Liars. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It looked like it was like, okay, we're taking this concept, but we're going to move it in a little bit darker direction because it's straight to, it's streamer as opposed to ABC Family or whatever what? the original one was on. Uh, so. You can't really say that because Freeform, which used to be ABC Family, is putting out Motherland Fort Salem, one of the a show that opens with one of the most visceral terrorist attacks I have ever seen. Oh my. Okay. Yeah, I have not watched regular cable in some time. I think the last thing I was probably recording and watching off of there was um whatever the the show was with the pregnant teenagers. Uh Ameri- Secret Life of the American Teenager. Ah, yes. That is probably the last thing I actually watched as when it was airing on that channel. So, so Motherland Foot Salem is available on Hulu. Okay, um, got that. And it is uh, back during the Salem Witch Trials. The okay. The witches of the United States made a deal with the U.S. government to get away from the persecution and became a branch of the military. Okay, I'm here. Like, and this now, is and now it's modern day at a at which military training camp? All right, which West Point? I am this th- this is sounding good. I like this. And it opens with a witch. Uh, the opening scene is a evil witch, uh, forcing an entire shopping mall of people to go to the top floor and jump to their death. Okay. Yeah. That, that's going on the list because that is like I mean like I loved Supernatural so like this sounds in, in the same vein of horrible things happening and you know except for this time they're happening on purpose and there's no way to save them but I'm still there for and, and more lesbians than Supernatural and more respectful women than Supernatural 
Oh, okay. There we go. That's always good. Yeah, it's it's there are definitely some shows like um, True Blood, like that at a show that point just got to be too much of a uh, a sex romp, and I just fell off of it because I'm like, this is like this doesn't have anything to do with anything anymore. Like it's just this. It's like if I want that, I'll watch that. I wanted a vampire story. Mm-hmm. I wanted a Southern Gothic. Well, I also watched all of Vampire Diaries and all of its spinoffs. Never got into that one, I can say. that's. It's I think after mess. True Blood, we were burned out on vampires. So. I, I am a, I am an absolute whore for vampires. If, if one wants to make me a vampire, I will gladly accept. Okay, yep. I get you. Not, not, my, not my, my deal, but I get you. Like, immortality and um, nightlife is a thing. Yes, well... Uh, my preferred, I, I much prefer Vampire the Masquerade and the storyteller system over D&D and stuff like that, too, so. No, I understand that. We played some uh, some, some non-D&D stuff in the last year. The, the Age of Sigmar Soulbound played a little bit of that. And then we've been playing uh, Lancer mm-hmm. has been the, the RPG, which is a mech RPG. Yes. So, which is, which, which is surprisingly fun, and it kind of adds that hex-based... Uh, strategy battle system when you go into combat which is yeah. fun i'm generally on the lower complexity end of rpgs so i'm playing stuff like monster hearts that's uh, powered by the apocalypse engine um i know the creator of a legally distinct avatar the last airbender game called legend of the elements that is very fun and very good um and then i do stuff like vampire the masquerade changeling the lost stuff like that yeah, so so the only thing I run, everything else I play in, is I will run some kids on bikes stuff kids on when bikes we have, fun. yeah, like when it's like cool, like we're gonna have like a two week gap between big campaigns or something, and to give the, whoever's being the normal DM and doing all of the work a break, it's like cool, we're gonna do something really stupid, and I improv the entire thing typically, and I don't remember anything I said, so my players all have to remind me the next week what was going on. Because I don't think to record ahead of time, and and so we'll do that. And speaking of uh, kids on bikes, uh, the adaptation of Paper Girls also just came out on Amazon Prime. I I saw that was out. Is that was that? I is that a banger? Three and a half episodes in, and so far it's pretty solid. Okay, I will have to go. Tr- I will put that on the list as well. I wanted to watch. What was it Night Sky that was on there? Looked interesting, and then they canceled it. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go back and finish watching that. Well, I. I am a endless well of recommendations. No, and I'm I'm glad to now be part of the Discord and be part of that conversation because I love stupid TV. Yes. So if you want to hear me talk about TV, you can join the Discord through the Patreon, since you gave me a nice segue for that at patreon.com slash Lexa White, where you will also get my bonus episodes where I have friends come on to talk about TV and movies and stuff, as well as a monthly wrap-up of what I've just been watching in general and my thoughts and stuff. Uh, and I recently had the wonderful, wonderful TT on to talk about Stranger Things 4. And then I am going to have my uh, one of my favorite people in the world, the wonderful Kyle Clark, back on to talk about this time, Resident Evil Welcome to Raccoon City, the most recent Resident Evil film. Yeah, like, sorry, just the phrase Raccoon City has a special place for me because one of the things I've done at work before is manage, like, all the rooms and the floor plans. And there's, like, basically, like, the sub-basement. For a long time, nobody noticed it. It was named Raccoon City. <laughs> and the so, yep, it was like, we're just going to put this there and see how many years it takes someone to actually look at that floor plan because nobody's looking at a sub-basement floor mm-hmm. plan. 
But yes, uh, we got off on a long tangent, as is appropriate for this show. Yes. Uh, so what character did you bring for us to talk about today? So I have brought Ms. Marvel, Kamala Khan. Fantastic. So Ms. Marvel is a really fun figure um, and is affiliated in Avengers and in Humans, so we will not be going there this week. Uh, so do you have any places that jump out to you as where you want to put her? So I think of her as kind of being able to be played in two distinct ways. Mm-hmm. One is control, because her range four punch that pulls you in it's pretty good for helping set up, either getting people off points or setting up your bigger beaters. Or I want to feed her power so she can get big every turn, because that is one of the most fun aspects of the game, is dropping that big-ass model on the table every time. So there's another aspect that I want to go into with Baker, because I okay. think at a certain point she is self-sufficient and you need to, you don't need to keep putting power into her. Mm-hmm. Um, but at that point, she just wants more dice. Yes. Yes, she does. She does not get enough dice. Five is not enough. Yeah, especially for three re-rolls. Mm-hmm. Um, which brings me to my first suggestion. Okay. Because she helps them, and they help her, which is okay. Spider-Foes. Just... Okay. I'm, it, I played Spider-Foes quite a bit when I first started playing, Com- you know, more competitively, so that's that's interesting. She is a four energy defense for if they are forced onto energy pay to flips, which they yep, are that not is... generally good at. Nope, that is that is why part of she's in my Steve Avengers because that is all the pay to flips and the two energy ones. So her and uh, and Captain Marvel mm-hmm. both work real well on that. And then uh, Spider Foes already likes the like of Bear Mordell. so they have the okay. extra dice already in there. Plus, also. Sometimes your dice are not the limit. It's your opponent rolling well that's the limit to her in beginning next turn. So then you can just re-roll away one of their successes. Yep. Yep. Uh-huh. I like that. And it gives the... Uh, in small form, too, you can set her up as a vacuum into, say, Carnage or Venom. Who are absolute or, uh... machines. Will her pull then set off Mysterio or Goblin's powers? Uh, Mysterio, yes. Goblin, no. Okay, because Goblin's in advance. Advance or place. Place, gotcha. Whereas Mysterio's a move. Yes. So the pull counts. (laughs) As does her throw, because remember, she has a throw. Yes, yes she does. But when you have six power at the start of a turn. Yep. Also, she is especially good on pay to flips because in big form she can interact at range two. Oh yes, I have I have definitely taken advantage of that in in some tournaments. Yeah, and the other thing is, so it's generally I find if you don't mind not picking up an extract with her turn one, she can almost always get to three power on turn two at the start of turn two, just because walk up and a range four attack can hit anyone in the mid line. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay, that's I hadn't thought about foes. I thought about web warriors, obviously, because yeah. her and Miles share a card that yep. when it when you set it up right is ridiculous. Yeah, it is. So I've played a Brawly and Humans list that splashes Miles for objective control. 
yeah, that would be a really good good way to do it, but we can't do it humans today. Yep, nope. Uh, Black Bolt, Miss Marvel, Beast, Ronin, and Miles is a very scary team at times. Yeah. And sometimes I can that, see that. Sometimes that Ronin is, Ronin is a Red Skull. Yep, yep, I read your Red Skull article. That it was, uh, yep, because speaking of Red Skull, I was thinking, is Red Skull a good place for her? She it very well maybe. Um, I I could also see not out yet, and we don't have the affiliation list, so we're not going to talk about it in detail. But I think she will benefit a fair bit from uh, the uh, Hydra Red Skull leadership. Mm-hmm. Yep, I can I can definitely see that as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, no, I th- I think the the Hydra stuff's going to be very interesting when that comes out. But yeah, the only thing with like, the Red Skull leadership will help her early, but I think it's going to fall off in value pretty quickly when she's starting to be recursive, because it just pushes beyond what she needs. Uh, and she yeah, doesn't I've, have the best way to spend power. Because I've tried her in A-Force, and it, like you would think it would work, but it was just kind of... Yeah. There's too many other things, too many other people who need that power in A-Force. Mm-hmm. Then, um... <sighs> It's an interesting choice on my end um, would be the choice of uh, Cyclops X-Men. Yeah, I have thought about that one because she would have the power to feed anybody else, but nobody can help her. Yeah. Um, I don't think it's great as someone who's been experimenting a lot with Cyclops X-Men. Side note, Elektra secretly very good in there. That, that would that would make sense. Um I think Ursa Major getting to help help with his because I always thought Groot would be good in there, but he needs a lot of help with his spender. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ursa Major does not need much help, and it's basically the same thing with the auto stagger and everything else. Yeah. Well, you can also this gonna be good. Kingpin in that. Yeah. Um, but King, but Kingpin's not a bear. Yeah, but Kingpin's not a bear. But yeah, no, there there are some interesting things going on there. Um, yes. We mentioned Web Warriors. I do think that is a very good call. Um, I think either Web Warrior leadership is actually pretty good for her. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I like the Peter one more, I think, than a lot of people do, because if you're going up against a bunch of long movers, being able to drop slow on people like Black Panther, just absolutely, it's, it's like putting a stagger on him almost. Well, also, putting a slow on, say, the likes of X-23 or Zemo, so they only get short advances off of their spenders... Also mm-hmm. real devastating. Yeah, anybody who gets that black cat, anybody who gets that free move. Mm-hmm. Quicksilver, any of those guys. Yeah. Um uh, okay. putting it on a freaking uh Ghost Rider is hysterical. Yeah. Yep. Nobody in my meta really plays too much Ghost Rider, so I don't see him too much other than in Guardians once in a while. Mm-hmm. Um The other thing, and I have no idea if it would even work. But the other thing I was thinking about, because does she sure up some of their their weaknesses and the extra dice thing does happen, is Convocation. Yeah, Convocation is an interesting one. Um, I'm not quite sure on them. Neither was I, but I wanted, I wanted to, to throw yeah. it out there to get your take. It's, so she doesn't benefit a lot from the leadership, because um, even the range one place... You generally want that on bigger base characters, and she always reverts to her small size at the end of turn. 
So you can't get really big distance off of that part of it. And then she has no mystic attacks for the other half. Um, but I can definitely see her showing up some of the... She doesn't actually specifically show up their weaknesses. Because the things that they are looking to avoid are, are non-books turns physical attacks. And on books turns energy attacks. And she has no way to mitigate, mitigate those for other people. Or, yeah, she does not have a bodyguard. I would, okay. though, bring up a recent, a much currently maligned faction, uh, Defenders. Okay, yep, I like Defenders, so that's, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. It gives her a way to spend down, which is something she does not currently do very well. And, uh, just, um... Brain, 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 brain. Uh, giving her type selection is really good, especially with her consistency of output. She's probably mm -hmm. one of the most consistent models to get at least one damage to be on an attack. Um, yeah. And then suddenly applying Hex with that, it makes that attack much more valuable, even if you're doing low pockets of damage. Yep. That's I like defenders is an interesting choice. I like that. I'll, I had not thought about spider foes, but you know I thought about criminal syndicate because Craven is also there and Craven yes. can help give extra dice. Uh huh. And Shadowlands Daredevil also allows her to reroll a skull on offense. Yep, yep. I played a little bit of Shadowlands, so that is even more rerolls. Sometimes she doesn't need them. Sometimes she does. Mm -hmm. Of course, um, in big mode, you can. Bump in Midnight Suns to get a lot of distance. I don't know if that's needed. Yeah, that's... I don't know, that, Midnight Suns is such an expensive faction to kind of kit out the way you need it. It's real struggles at lower, lower threats. Because that is one of the things I do like being able to mess with people on, is bringing 14 threat mm -hmm. crises. Because... One on each side, nobody wants to take either one of your stuff. They're scared either way, especially with Malekith hitting. Granted, I'll probably just end up with a Malekith-Thanos <laughs> pairing or something horrible at Nashcon, but... Ugh, that's a... Ew. Because everyone's talking about bringing him. Yep. Well, so the thing I'm excited about next month, which, again, we don't have the affiliation list as of time of recording, so we can't actually build it, and also I don't think she has the right choice for it, but I'm excited for Winter's God. Yeah, I think they're going to be interesting. Um, also with Winter's Guard, now I'm really hoping we get a U.S. agent because then I can be five wide shield throwers and <laughs> I don't care about your cover. I don't care about line of sight. I'm just going to throw it, hit you within four. Uh, well, so currently you just do bullseye and you kind of get that. Yeah, yeah, that's he, he'd be a good too, but I just, I just want five shield throwers. I don't know why. There's just something stupid about that that I love. Oh, no, I get it. I get it. And your Avengers affiliated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because one would think, U.S. agent. No, I'm, you're already Avengers affiliated, because Sam, yeah. Steve, Taskmaster. Steve. Yep. Oh, yeah, no, but I would think, since U.S. agent was, was at least a West Coast Avenger, which is my favorite Avengers, um, you know, mm -hmm. I'd hope he would be affiliated as well. So we have talked about a number of options. Are there any that jump out to you as the thing you want to design today? So the thing I had not even crossed my mind was the first thing you brought up, mm -hmm. which was Spider-Foes. I had thought, been thinking about Web Warriors. I had not given a thought about Spider-Foes. 
And the Spider-Foes characters are some of my absolute favorite characters and models. They're already all painted. So if I want to take this to NashCon, I don't have to do a lot of painting in the next week and a half, which I like. Yeah. Um, so I think I want to go with Spider-Foes. Fantastic. So let's get Goblin in that. And the other thing, um, he Goblin also helps uh, her with her power generation by giving out uh, Incinerate so that yep. uh, her um, attacks follow up better. No, I like that. I like Goblin. Also, on a side note, um, speaking of affiliations that aren't out yet, I also think she's going to be not terrible in Hydra in general because she's immune to poison. And yeah. the one guy has the big AoE poison thing and having immune to poison on that team is going to be good. Yeah, like I, I'm really looking forward. I hope somebody does a really good battle report of Inhumans versus Hydra on Terrigen Mists. I think it'd like, have a good time there. Yeah, like that and hammers. I just want to watch those two just smack each other. Which I think Inhumans is an underrated affiliation. I, I think it is. I think it is just th- the level of thought process you need mm-hmm. of mo- when to move a power is really high. I know I'm not there yet from yeah. number of reps in with the game to really like, I'm just like, okay, uh, this person, I guess if I give them two power, they could do this, but is that really the best use of that power? I don't. Yeah. I don't know that I'm good enough at that decision yet. So as, as I have talked with Omnis about, I think it's the highest brain drain affiliation in the game. Mm-hmm. And while it had some really good stuff going on, I think it's exceptionally hard to play. Yeah, that's really hard to play well mm-hmm. at a comp- at a high level. Like that is, it's a fun affiliation. Like it's just nice being able to move a power on. It's like I'm gonna, you know, if, if you're the type who it's like I don't really care if I win or lose, but I am gonna make this happen. Yes, I think it's a fantastic one because I'm also the person um, who will always bring fearful symmetry if I have Craven in my list. Absolutely, <laughs> that I was going to bring that up. Uh, I've also once did a turn one. Uh, Terogenesis days. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's gross. I like that. I, I, I like pulling off stupid things that you shouldn't be able to pull off and figuring out how to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you try forever and one day you get it. Yep. And it's just the best feeling. Yep. Nope. That's why in uh, Sigmar, I chose to play Gitz, the least competitive army, but the silliest. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing like a whole bunch of squigs just running up the battle, up the field at people. Yes, I if I were to go to a tournament right now, I would probably bring power control, death, and taxes. Yeah, I think that's a good. I think that's a good list. Uh-huh. Right now, just rogue, Deadpool, Groot, and Loki. Have fun. Yeah, I mean honestly, I think that's going to be a good way to deal with Malekith. Yeah, is if you can get conditions on him. I mean, he's immune to hex, so defenders are going to be horrible into him because um, he's fourth across the board. So they're not doing anything, but I think anybody else who can just easily auto put on conditions is going to be really good. Root plus drain, drain, drain means he gets to do nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, 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 I uh, as was a desert would say like some shadow boxing. I did before my league game a couple weeks ago, I knew I was going to face him. So I did a, did a shadow box and yes, yeah, Scarlet, Witch got, uh, got uh, Root and Judgment on him, and that shut him down. Uh, but that was me playing into myself, so it was a very easy game. Uh, also, uh, also, Shock is going to be very good against him. Yep. Yep. 
no, it's, I think it's going to be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, but I mean, that's where kind of, the, you know, defender's leadership isn't good, but maybe you go leaderless defenders against him, but you still have the likes of Hawkeye and people throwing out lots of conditions. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, we'll see. That's that's not the first one that jumped out to my mind of affiliations well, to go into. Well, I mean, yeah. But what was your first? Uh, so in versions of this list, uh, I have had my low point team, uh, be leaderless Asgard. I mean, you get Bifrost. You get Odin's blessing. I mean, you get access to good cards. Yes, and it was a te- a low level team of um God, what was the point? It was fourteen, and I played it as Loki with a gem, Enchantress, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that's that's gross. Mm-hmm. That is that, that is the non convocation wizard list. Yes, that's the evil wizard list. Which yeah. F you uh, fucking multiverse mm-hmm. of madness being a terrible film. My my take on Marvel movies at this point is I don't really care if they're good or bad, it's did I have fun. Yeah. I, that is that I think, that's that that is the direction I've taken with movies now. Uh so we're in what, phase five or phase four? I can't remember. I think we're in four. Yeah. Uh but phase four has put out Two of the best Marvel movies and one of the worst. I I know one of your faves is Eternals. Yes. Uh, the other one being Shang Chi. Shang Chi was was really good. I, I I loved that one quite a bit. Eternals, I've only watched it once and I had to split it up between multiple viewings, so I can't really give you a good opinion on it because I watched it in such a poor. It, uh, environment. It is also like tailor made for my interest. <laughs> yeah, like I, I could like that's a thing too. Like there's very much some like Ant Man movies, comedy heist. Mm-hmm. Like that is mm-hmm. that Ant Man movies are my favorites. Also in the S tier of Marvel related films, uh, I really love Venom to Let There Be Carnage. I have not watched that one yet. I have it. I haven't watched it yet. Um, it's a conversation of a good and a bad polyamorous relationship fighting each other. Yeah, I I can see that. That's kind of what what symbiotes are. <laughs> and it's it's specifically looking at both a healthy and a toxic version of a polyamorous relationship and contrasting them. Okay, like that is. I am now excited to watch that with <laughs> going in looking for that particular point of view. We'll probably make it much more interesting than what I've heard it was. So, yeah. and then the final thing, the the final two things in my like. So I did a tier list of the Marvel and Marvel related stuff. Uh, not that long ago, and my S tier was Eternals, uh, uh, Venom Two, Let There Be Carnage, Shang Chi, the original Black Panther, uh, Spider Man Two, the Sam Raimi film. And then the Cloak and Dagger TV show. I I still haven't watched the Cloak and Dagger. I was excited when I when it was getting made, and then it just seemed like there was a whole lot of delays with it. So I just never managed to catch it back up to it. Surprisingly bloody. It's good. Like once again, this is another freeform, and the way you're telling me what freeform's going now. <laughs> yes. Uh, they also it's did... FX. Uh, it's not quite FX. Because these are still teenagers, so there aren't any boobs. Okay. 
yeah. Yeah, FX is... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I just watched The Bear. That's like the last FX thing I watched, and that was fantastic. So, um, But yeah. Also, Freeform did a one-season reboot of Party of Five that was really interesting. Okay. Because um, instead of the parents dying, like it did in the original... Right, yeah. I'm very familiar with the original. The setup is the parents get deported back to Mexico. Oh my god, that is... That is going some places. Yeah! <laughs> Sadly, it only lasted one season, but that is a very interesting, like, setup to a show. Yes, it is. Yeah, that is... It's very of the times, I think. Mm-hmm. Well, also, there was the uh, one-season reboot of the 4400 on the CW. Okay, I think I saw, like, 4400. I'm like, I mean, I thought that was a show that was over, like, a decade ago when I saw ad for it or something. Just got a reboot. So that's what it was. Okay. <laughs> there was also, speaking of recently dead TV shows, The Endgame is so good, and I'm so sad it ended. Never heard of that one. So it was uh, Monica Baccarin, who you will know, uh, let's see, she was in Firefly, she was in Gotham, she was in all sorts of stuff. I, I will recognize her if I saw it, never the things I got into. Okay. But I'm sure I will recognize her when I look her up. Yes. Uh, but so she is playing an international cartel leader, like international secret international evil organization that she leads, who has okay. recently gone captured by the U.S. government. Okay. While captured by the U.S. government, uh, her organization, under her command, uh, takes seven banks hostage in New York City. Okay. That's where we start. This, this, this sounds like, um, let's not make one Die Hard movie, let's make seven at once. Uh, I'm kind of... Not really, because uh, she's way more... It is much closer to the blacklist than Die Hard, because it's more about, like, the police interaction and presence rather than the on-the-ground experience in one of these okay. locations. Yeah, I'm more thinking of Hans's role, like if Hans was holding up seven buildings at once. Yes, well, while in a fantastic dress while captured by the U.S. government. Yeah, I mean, Alan Rickman could have pulled that off, come on. Could have, but decided not to. (laughs) No, no, but... (laughs) Anybody could have. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now, what is our next (laughs) Spider-Foe? Yeah, let's get the double. Du- this is a double tangent episode. Oh, tonight. I imagine um, there will be more tonight because it's yeah. Fast. So, so I think I don't play Spider Foes without Doctor Octopus. I don't either, but that's mostly because I have the shiny card. I don't even have the shiny card. I just have the regular core box Doc Ock. I just I think what he does is really really good mm-hmm. overall. He's he's solid. He's good on physical pay to flips. Um. Not terrible I think, on energy pay to flips, unlike no, the other no. I think flips. he's, yeah, um, yeah. I, I mean, I think he is solid. I think if they ever wanted to do anything to his card, I think giving him an interact from two would be the one thing that would sure him up to make him a, a much higher tier three. But I think he's fine as it. I don't. Think uh, so do I. Yeah, I don't the... think he needs anything else. I think the the doubles mm-hmm. on the on the wilds and stuff like that are great. Which makes him the most deadly character when you add dice to him. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
more dice, more rerolls means more death. Especially when I'm going to take these two hits and reroll them and try and get crit so I can kill your Hulk. <laughs> yeah, uh, into wilds. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I think just because of who we are playing and kind of the stuff we've been talking about, I think we want Craven. Absolutely. I think we want Craven, and I don't think you go Spider Foes without Lizard. He is too much of an anchor for that team. Yeah. You you can put him out on a side and let him deal with it for like two to three rounds. I I have to better understand it. I also find him kind of boring. Oh, very much so. It's also very annoying to your opponent. I know. But sometimes I don't feel like playing the boring characters. I Even I understand. Not the best thing. Okay, well, we'll we'll leave him on the bench for now. We oh, might no, come no. back to him. I definitely think out. he has a place, um, especially on physical paid up lips. I think he's just dumb. Yeah, definitely. Um, I do think we want to want one of our in affiliation fours though. Definitely. Um, I think my my default thought is Venom. Simply because of Lethal Protector. Yeah, Venom. And if we need to save Ms. Marvel, because that's the the focus is to make sure she is succeeding in in the list against all our matchups. He can can be there to run aside with her. um, And they can not only punch, they can do a lot of displacement. Yep. Um, Now, out of affiliation picks, I have one that instantly jumps to my head, which I mentioned earlier, which is Baomodo. Yeah, I... I think he is is a good inclusion. Because they have a surprising number of ways to heal themselves, all like mm-hmm. the extra dice, and you get a mystic attack. Yes, which they definitely need some mystics. Mm-hmm. And he's also another for energy for the energy pay to flips. Yep, definitely. No, I, I think he is, is a good one. Um... I will tell you, it's a five, but somebody that I like running with my spider foes is Cassandra Nova. Yeah, buddy. I I do love me some Cassandra Nova, too. Um, And she has healing factor, which I love. Yeah, and so it makes bringing, uh, bringing the, um, what is it, the ex- extreme... Exceptional healing. Exceptional healing card, much more viable when you have two characters on the board who can benefit from it. Yep. And she gives out Root and Slow, which is a dastardly combo. Yep. And she uh, basically, for one power, has Bow every twice a turn, if you yes. want it. Mm-hmm. Which, that does bring you in to um, set off Goblin, or her yes. ability, or Mysteria. Uh-huh. Now, on in a similar realm, but on the other end of the threat spectrum. Yes. Uh, let's talk about Mr. Rocket Raccoon. Okay. Because everyone forgets he has a trap as well. Yes, yes, I forget that as well. Yes, booby traps for three. He's not really spending his power on his his spender's good, but it's not one you're you're doing a lot with. So he's going to have his power. And you don't have to worry about, uh, a, say, Venom getting thrown into him. Yes, that is true. 
Okay. So so you have hit the one box I have managed to somehow not pick up yet for this game. <laughs> which is the quick pocket? Which is somehow it's just like either I've been at the store and when I've been buying stuff, somebody else was wanting them. I'm like, oh, that's fine. I'm not planning on playing the Guardians anytime soon. But over the last year, I have managed to acquire everything. I don't have all the terrain packs and I do not have the rivals pack. But all the other characters, I have managed to acquire all of them. So we will put them on the consideration list then, because you. Well, don't want... it 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 gives me a reason to go order him tonight, so that <laughs> might happen. Amazon Prime is a thing. Yes. Um. All right, so I've I've got us at nine right now. Yes, I got us at nine as well, and I'm trying to think of any other interesting fun picks for the end of the day, and an interesting pick that I want to bring up. Yes. Uh, just because I think she's a really interesting character, and she does some interesting things, uh, is Supergiant. Okay. Let me look at her card. I've looked at it, but not one I look at uh, often. Well, Super not Giant. amazing. She's fairly solid on those energy paid of lips, certainly better than some yep. of our characters. Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, But just... Dealing, uh, getting her the consistency to do damage to heal when she is getting, uh, only one damage ever from physical attacks, and getting extra power for reroll, uh, for crits, and also a push denial for for your opponent so you can stay in your positions. I don't know if she's a hundred percent the right choice, but she's an interesting option to consider. Absolutely. I think interesting is the right word mm -hmm. for her. Let me plug her in there. Let me see where we're at. So we have Ms. Marvel, Green Goblin, Dr. Octopus, Craven, Lizard, Venom, mm -hmm. uh, Mordo, Cassandra Nova, Rocket, and Supergiant. What I, the thing that jumps out to me is we only have two fours, and I think we want an out-of-affiliation four for those times where on the energy pay to flips and want to not want to be taking Venom, but yeah. still need that point value. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I just kind of went in here on Cerebro and did a, a Force Green Goblin and Force Ms. Marvel in. And so at 14, the only way we make that is we have to have a four, another four. So right now that is always Venom. Mm -hmm. So I think you're... You're right. Now we could make a super giant with a gem, a four, but I don't. I don't know that she's good in a short list like that. I think she she's much more. The utility I think is more valuable, like a nineteen or a twenty list. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, let's see what we have for four threats. Well, so Venom is going to have to come in at at, at fourteen anyway because it's the only way to stay affiliated. Yeah, unless we took Kingpin or Carnage. Yeah. Which I'm not sure about either of them. Yeah. You know, one of it seems like everybody's darling is, you know, Black Panther. Yeah. But I'm also looking here, since we did, did, did kind of break the glass on the Black Order. What about a Corvus without the gem? Mm, I haven't had that brought up to me before. Um... <sighs> I don't know. It's the thing with Corvus is while he doesn't have a lot of dice, he had he has very consistent dice, especially when you mm -hmm. have the gem. Um, so I don't know. It's without the gem and without Proxima, you are taking away a lot of his like big plus signs. 
Yeah. Okay. That's what I just, as I'm scanning through, through the four threats here of out of affiliations, he just, he piqued my, my interest as being something different. One that I wanted to bring up. Uh, yes. Because I love her dearly. Oh boy, do I love her dearly. Uh, Electra. Okay. Uh, it gets I mean, us a grunt in there, which we don't yep. mind. No, thematically she fits. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll come up with my own story of why Ms. Marvel's in there um, for, for the theme. And it's going to have something to do probably with um, somebody kind of tricking her into this is the only way to, uh, you know, save Jersey City. Or, you know, you could always do the jilted level angle, uh, jilted friend angle of she's getting back at Miles. Yes, yes, very much so. Her Miles had a fight. Yeah. Mysterio has somehow tricked her because, as we all know from Old Man Logan, Mysterio turns out to be the most powerful <laughs> character in all of Marvel Comics. Yeah, something close to that. I mean, have you read Old Man Logan? A little bit. It's not one I've super dug into. Okay. So, so the whole thing is Logan kills everybody because Mysterio f- tricks him into thinking they're all bad guys, all his fr- all the good guys. Mm-hmm. And he just eviscerates everybody, like in one fight. And it is discuss- it is bloody and gross, and it's all Mysteria. Mm-hmm. So, but he's not the only one to do that. No, no. So okay, so Electra, Electra's interesting. Uh-huh. Gives um, us a little bit more Mystic attack, which is yep. never bad. Um, and I also just think the Hand Ninjas are really dang good. I do too. Yep, I do like the Hand Ninjas. I do. I mean, I guess, and that also would give us the option for Shadowland. Uh, yeah, we could pull in Shadowland Daredevil, and that would make us, do we officially dual affiliate here? Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and and for me, if I have the option to run Shadowland, I don't, don't I want to run Spider-Foast. If I have the option to run Shadowland, it adds another turn zero decision for me that I don't know I want to make. That's 100% fair. Um... Let's see. Ronin without a gem. Yeah. Is an option. And I, I always think Ronin is very solid. Um, if if we want to dig into the the other releases for this week, um, I don't know that I, I think he is a short mover. Let me see here. Um, but, yep. Yeah, he's a short mover. Yeah. Yeah, but. Uh, Beam four builder yeah. or gainer is is nice and a little bit of a tank. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Just a personal favorite of mine mm-hmm. uh, that I want to bring up is Ancient One. I so I think when you and I had talked before, my my choices that I, I threw out to you was Ms. Marvel and Ancient One because it's Ms. Marvel I play a lot of and I love Ms. Marvel. I spent a lot of time on that model. It's extremely good for my painting level and abilities. Um, so I'm very proud of that one. I've started painting Ancient One. I like the model. I like the character card. have struggled fitting her into like Steve Avengers, which is what I've been playing a lot the last couple months. Mm-hmm. So I am... I, I give, give me your elevator pitch here on Ancient One. Uh, it's... She is a character that can first turn make attacks uh, between her advance and her reposition that can't and uh, hit on the center line. Um, she gives you a very good piece into Wizards. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because five Mystic Defense is very solid. Uh, you can really get people with Winds of a Tomb. Um, she's surprisingly defensive. 
and yeah. just stacking Pyrrhus on top of Spider-Foot's re-roll when you need it is very funny. That that is like I like that. Uh speaking of Pierce. Um I don't think it, as soon as I hear Pierce, I always think of Killmonger. He he's just the character that I think of with Pierce, but I think we've got enough physical damage dealers already. Yeah. My brain initially went towards uh Sabretooth, who I love dearly. Yep, I who, I thought about him. Who another healing factor character who also can retaliate and say bad. And you yeah. the fight of a reroll on your opponent's turn. Which I like. I like that a lot. Um, let's see. So we're, we don't, we need to make a decision here. I want to throw out one other character possibility that kind of fits some of these same things. Yep. Mr. Sinister. Oh. Yeah, Mr. Sinister is a fun one. So for one power, we still get a beam for, but it's a mystic beam. Mm-hmm. Um, we have the potential for an area of attack, which... I like area attacks, particularly Magneto's, because I can just put my my construct out right between all of your guys if I have the power, and then first activation, hit them all, which I just find hilarious. Um, but I also like the idea of being able to, uh, to to bring in some reinforcements with him. I... Okay, well, I do agree about that. Um... I find that I generally don't want to put the tactic card investment into him out of affiliation. Got yeah, that that makes sense. We do and we do have good affiliation cards that we want to bring. Yeah. Um. But speaking of a card, uh, a character specific card that I think may actually push me towards this character. How do you feel about Captain Marvel to go with Miss Marvel? That is how I normally run her in my Avengers. Uh, if I try her in A-Force, it's the same thing. So I absolutely love uh, the Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel combo card, as well as the Miles one. So I'm there for either one of those cards. And it gives you extra an extra for energy defense, for your energy pay to flips. It gives you yeah. a uh, mystic, uh, it gives you energy attacks. And giving her a purist means a fair bit. Yeah, no, because because her her for her uh, her her gainer is gross to begin with. Mm-hmm. If you manage to get her in binary form, and then you add a spider foes root all to it, yeah, she she's slicing up some people. So I think we we have to go that direction. I think. I I am there with you. Cool. Let's let me add her. All right. So and that means we have a really solid uh, 17 of Miss Marvel, Green Goblin, Dark Ock, Li- Dark Ock or Craven, Lizard, and Captain Marvel. Yeah. Which, that is. With the prevalence of people forcing 17 now, that's mm-hmm. a real good 17. Yeah, definitely. I'm just looking at all the options I have at 17 here. Um, well, I'm not forcing this Marvel, though. I need to force her. That'll get rid of a lot of those options. Yeah. No, I like that. There's even a version with Lizard Venom, Ms. Marvel, and Baron Mordo. Yeah. That we can pull. Well, I would go towards the Doc Ock Venom, Baron Mordo. Yeah. Personally, just because 
extra dice on Dark Ark is one of the scariest things in the game. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I believe it. Like we were already talking about his the, the, the greatness of his wilds. Well, so, two. back in the Doom Prophecy day, <sighs> you could Doom Prophecy a Dark Ark, and he was consistently rolling an average of four and a half successes and attack. Oh, I like it. It's like a size four throw every time. Yeah. And that was average, not mm-hmm. spiking. <laughs> right. No, yeah, spiking, he has taken out. He is deleting your big guys. Well, so I have told this story many a times, but I love it dearly. Um, I was playing a game of the early Santa spider folks. So, Dark Ark got flipped over. I'm facing against another Thanos. Dark Ark activates first a flurry of uh, a strike attack with a death decree from Thanos. So I'm rolling eight dice. I one-shot the Thanos because it was wild, 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 a crit that went into a hit, and then a blank. That is ten successes. Yep. I like it. <laughs> Welcome to Dead Thanos. Yep. Nope. Nope. I, I have, I've, for who I was playing with, I've spiked some Hulks a couple times in our local games yeah. and just completely erased a Hulk in, at the beginning of round two. Mm-hmm. Now. I, I can't. So. Yep. All right. What about Crisis? Crisises. Yeah. So, do we want to start with the secures or the extracts? I can go either way, but the first one that does jump out to me is a secure, and that's the Infinity Formula. Yep, I'm, I'm there for that. I like bees with spider foes. Mm-hmm. And we have two characters that really like the extra tick of power, and Miss Marvel and Captain Marvel, who are playing at our yep. 17 and can make a really scary side of the board while your spider foes go to the other side. Yep, yep, I'm there for that. Um, you said your predilection to 14s. Do you want to get sword I... base in there? Uh, let's see. That is... I like it, and I think we've got the control off Ms. Marvel and Venom to be able to pull people off and just walk up and take it. Yeah, and Doc Ock. Yeah. Yep, the throws and, and the pulls. Like the, to me, that's where sword base comes in best. Is when I can just push you off of it, knock you off of it, and then just take it, and I don't have to depend on dice. Yeah. Um, though so sometimes Miss Marvel still depends a little bit on dice because you need to right. roll that wild. Correct, but at least she's she's got that chance. Cool. And with her reroll, it, it gets more likely. As so. someone who has played a lot of Crystal, though, I can tell you, four dice we will one is not always a wild. No, it's not. Crystal. I can only imagine uh, throwing Baron Mordo on Crystal and just that and and Craven just buffing her dice up to like seven and she does three attacks at seven dice or something. Well, so you only get it for the one attack on That's Baron true. Mordo. That's right. Yeah. But still having that one seven and a couple other five attacks into the one character. Well, so the one I keep, uh, the thing I love to do with Crystal is uh, activate her uh, signature card and then do kick them while they're down. Yeah, that's that's always fun. Because her signature card is dirty. Mm-hmm. 
Hi, I just threw you into your friend. Both of you get stunned. Hi, I, I never missed with a bullseye. Now you are incinerated. <laughs> yep. It is gross. I'm, it, it's one of those cards. We've got a friend who's, who's always trying to get A-Force to work, and I find this like, dude, you have to play Crystal. She is just... She's what's going to make A-Force work. Long move on the flight for special delivery, and then she is just dropping conditions on everybody else before She-Hulk punches them. Yes, I cannot wait to play Crystal in Hydra. That's I was I figured that's where you were going next was uh, was all condition Hydra. Yeah, uh, so I've had an a condition dot list for a while, and now I have an affiliation to put it in. Um, because it was leaderless A Force for a while because your core was Crystal, uh, Scarlet Witch, and Agent Widow. Yeah, and then yep. you would add Hawkeye and Star Lord, or Viper, which I I love Viper more than most people. I they, I understand that. I I know I submitted a list for uh for one of the other shows. It's always doing their weekly list and it was very it was Viper and Omega Red and mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of the folks who who like to hand out poison and don't get love. Mm-hmm. Omega Red, also very good. Yep. He is going to love so much the Hydra leadership. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's gonna be him and Blade unaffiliated in that list are just gonna be tanks. And then Crystal is also going to be surprisingly tanky. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, what is our last one? We got Infinity. We got Infinity and Sword Base. I don't think we're a Demons team. Nope. Don't think we're a Gamma team. Nope. I'm not sure we're a pay-to-flip team in general. I think we have good hedges against it in our unaffiliated slots, but I don't think we love any of them. No, no, I don't think so either. I think I think, I think, think we'd have to build a little bit different if that's what we were doing. Yeah. Um, but I just don't think we want to give up the power all the time mm-hmm. to, to be rolling on those. Um, we could maybe are... do one of the split Cs? Yeah. Uh, I'm wondering, are are we a super-powered scoundrels to have a 20 in there? I don't think we... We are a fairly long-range team without a lot of ignore cover. Okay. Because, like, Miss Marvel is range 3, Captain Marvel is range 4, Green Goblin is range 4, Dark Ark is range 3, Raven okay. is range 3. Yeah. Um... I am thinking maybe we get Toge and Clouds in there. Okay. I, I have not got a ton of reps with that card, but I, I'm i down to try it because I can see where that would definitely work, especially we can bring in Ms. Marvel, Captain Marvel, who are immune. Yep. And then Green Goblin doesn't care that much because his vote is really good. Mm-hmm. And when he gets flipped, he really doesn't care. He really doesn't care. Because he's not mm-hmm. lasting that turn. He's dying or he's killing everybody. And he's getting probably three to four power bonus on top of whatever it took to kill him. So he oh, is yeah. going to be at ten power. Oh, yeah. For that for that turn. And so, like, okay, yeah. Dogok doesn't mind the power, but he doesn't miss it either. Yeah. Yep, I think that's, that's a good call. All right, well, there's our secures. The other funny thing we can do is uh, bring in Bam Mordeaux and Plague Spread the uh, poison. True. Yeah. At 20, we will have plenty of room for three unaffiliated. 
let's see, 4, 8, 11, 14, 17, uh, 20. Yeah. So we will only get two unaffiliated, but we'll get all four of our okay. spider foes. Yeah, okay. That works. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they really need a two. They need an affiliation two. I think they need Wait. a five. That, they, I think they need both. Like my my pitch for an affiliation two has always been Stiltman for them. I am two? of the opinion that not every affiliation needs the two. Oh no, but I'm just saying, like they have one right there. He's two 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 defense, four health on both sides, has like one really horrible attack, but can interact within three. That's his shtick, because of the stilts. Ugh, that may be more than a two. It might be, but I'm just thinking, like, how do you just make him like he can do a max of one damage on his attacks? Like, just just nerf him everywhere else but the objective game. Mm-hmm. But interacting with three is so much power. Yeah. But also, it is. But this is yeah. coming from someone who's working on their own custom MCP affiliation. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, you, yeah. Like I said, I just like Stiltman. I love that he had to be a build a character in the Marvel Legends toys because his legs were like eight pieces. <laughs> yeah, he's... Like, He's not the character I would want next from Spider Fizz. No, but like if they're gonna give him a two, I think he is a thematic and well, horrible two. They also have the option of giving them Big Wheel. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's so many good horrible Spider Man villains out uh, there. But what we need first is a second Spider Fizz leader as Prowler. Yes. Yep. I'm there for that. I think it makes sense given that, that Miles was technically the first leader and yet they didn't give the spider foes prowler to match up mm-hmm. with him. And also I, I wouldn't that... mind seeing some of the uh, reality vampires from uh, uh, the original Spider-Verse co- comic like Khan and stuff. Yeah. No, I think, I think uh, Electro might make for a good five for them if they wanted to go there and really soup him up to be overpowered. Mm-hmm. Nice range five. Yeah. Electrical strikes. Yeah, Electro is certainly an option. I could see them do. I think Rhino would be a four. Yeah, given short move, I think he'd be very similar to what we're seeing with some of the other medium base fours. I think he would be a slightly toned down juggernaut. Yeah. Mm hmm. Um. But now, most of the characters I care most about are not Spider Man related. Yeah, no, that's Give that's me understandable. The runaways. Well, yeah, like we we all want we all want the, our fun niche teenage characters. I think that is just like we all want uh, young Avengers. Uh huh. Well, I want runaways and cloak and dagger. Just need to be a box. Yeah. No. Now, it's going to be interesting to see how the Fury and the Howling Commandos ends up kind of working in the game because I'm wondering: Do you make cloak and dagger two models, or do you put them on one base and they're just a single, like, five threat. Uh, so, I think they are two models in the same way X-23 and Honey Badger are two models. Um, okay. What I think it is going to be is the Warrior 3 are going to be, like, the Howling Commandos. I think that makes sense. I think that makes sense. Um, um, I, would, I would like to see a combo, like a Cloak and Dagger, mm-hmm. where it's basically a, a three and a two, mm-hmm. but you can't take one without the other. You can't split them. I don't... I don't... See that? I, I, don't, I don't either, but I think it'd be an interesting mechanic to playtest. I don't like that because I think it 
destroys some of the fundamental appeal of the game to me. Okay. Um, I think they could be taken separately, but are much better together in the same way Corvus Proxima is, in the same way that Gabby X23 and Honey Badger are. Crossbones and Sin. Yes. Um, though they aren't Definitely quite recursive. Crossbones and Sin are a weird, weird example because they aren't recursive with each other because only one of them has the text on it. Yeah. Well, it's something that's like, can he move her around on her turn or something like that? Well, I I want um I want the ability to be that uh dagger can draw um range indicators from cloak. Okay, that would be cool. I like that. I like that a lot. <laughs> that would be cool. I can always on uh whatever that convocation card is. Uh astral ring. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, I like that. That 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 right. So I like that. Like that gives them. Doesn't break anything, but it keep gives them something very unique, mm-hmm. um, and that's what I like. Also, speaking on characters, multiple characters on a single base, I think the Stafford Cuckoos will be like that. Yeah, that that could also be one though. I could see it's like you take them, but just like Magneto and his constructs, maybe you can put them out like within three of each other, and it's three. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I I think they're just going to be all on one base as the five in one. Yeah. I just I don't want them to be grunts for Emma Frost. No, I'm I'm with you there. They're they're their own thing, and they need to be their own thing. Yes, and they've had quite the dating history recently. Okay, I'm not up on my current X Men, so. Uh, at least one of them was dating uh young Cable for a while. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I love new X Men. I... No, I just I just have not been reading much lately, so yeah, that is that is on the list. I've been going back trying to get through some of the Secret Wars mm. uh, stuff because I never read any of that. That so I read the original, but not the not the modern one that all the movies are going to get based on. Mm-hmm. So yes. isn't that also the one where uh, a fourth got happened? I think so. I, I'm in the kind of like the the precursor books right now, just finishing those up. But yes. then also- it's going to be mm-hmm. go ahead. Also, speaking of the Runaways, Nico from the Runaways was also a founding member of the A Force, and yes. should probably be their second leader. That would be cool. Like I, I feel like they really could use a a three threat or a four threat leader. Because mm-hmm. only having a six threat leader just just hurts. I think that's part of what makes Brotherhood so good. Is Mystique is fantastic on her own, but you have the option to bring her as a leadership, and her leadership is solid in the right situations. I think her leadership is now just better than Magneto. Because I, I can see her, that. I think her interfilation support pieces are better. Yeah. No. Like, I don't love her on a pay-to-flip. I don't feel like you get a whole lot out of her. But I don't think as you get a whole out lot of out of Magneto on a pay-to-flip either. No, other than he's just generating more power so that you can roll, so that you can attempt to flip more. I guess that's where I... The power... Yeah, but like, yeah, I mean, it's... It's when I've played Brotherhood, I think I've played more Mystique mm-hmm. than Magneto outside of the renewal of vows because we decided Mystique should not be playable because she's too busy dealing with her, her special day. Yes, I, I played Mystique in renewal of vows, and that was a very fun event, and I'm very glad they put that out. Yep, so we, we did X Men versus, versus Brotherhood for that, but we pulled out Mystique, and I got Gambit over on the Brotherhood side. 
yes. to balance it out. So If only we could get Destiny in this game, and then we could play the wives with each other. Someday. Someday they'll get there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think Destiny is going to be a really hard character to actually make function in this game. Yeah. I mean, it'd be nice if they get it. I could also be okay. There, there are certain characters that I know are going to be really hard for them to design around, and I'd be okay if they have, like, infaction um, cards to kind of represent them, too. Yeah, I think Destiny could be represented by an infaction card. I think that's how Professor X is going to be designed. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But let's get back to crises. Yes, so we are on to the extracts. Uh-huh. So I do not think we are strong on the singles. No. Because we don't really have any way to, other than murder to get them off of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we mind cubes. Nope, we have, we have quite a few healing factor characters. Mm-hmm. Um. What about Montessi? I don't know. It's, there's some good and some bad just because Venom. But mm-hmm. I guess I don't think we mind it too much just because of our out-of-affiliation picks are so good into energy. Yeah. Like, that that was kind of my thought. It's 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 a basic one. It's only three. You can only hold one book. So we don't have to worry about somebody stacking up a lot of them on us mm-hmm. and running away. And then, do we just want to complete the tre- the seventeen fourth with spider infected? I'm good with that. I I like spider infected. That is, that is one of my go tos. The most forgotten triggers in a game is tied between for me between spider infected games and uh, cosmic order descends. Oh yeah, um, which one is it? Is it deadly meteors taking the damage for the skull or getting moved because of the skull roll? On that one, that that's one I forget a lot too. So let's start with the unabashed one we're getting. We're getting fan club in here. Yep, I think we're getting fan club, and we are also getting in. Um, well, I think we got fan club. I think we have Fe- fearful symmetry has to make it for me. Okay, uh, that one I was going to say like it's a maybe pile for me, um, just because we're trying to. Focus on Miss Marvel here, so let's get yeah. cards in that support her. Um, okay. Even though that's a really cute thing, we can put it in the maybe yeah. pile. Okay, I, I'm I'm good with that. I do think we get well-laid plants in here, though. Absolutely. Um, with the fantastic... Uh, 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 rival pack art with Spider-Punk in it. Don't know if I have seen that version of it. I need to go look for that. And then, of course, I think we are also getting Sinister Traps in. Yeah, I think that is a a fun card to have. Do we also want Neo Genetic Recombinator? I have tried playing that card. It was pre the new update, mm-hmm. and I rarely ever used it. But we do have some healing factor characters. We do, but not like explosive healing factor characters. Yeah. I, th- I think that can go in the, the, the maybe. Yeah. Um, see, and then we want lethal protector. Yep. Um, 
trying to see if there are any other like character specifics. Ah, Do we want Cassandra Nova's card? Absolutely. It's it's confusing, but it's great. Yes, it is. Yes, I think just the threat that is a card that the threat of it being sitting there unplayed is is worth more than anything else. Yes, mental domination. It can get yes. someone off a point and kill someone. Oh. Yes. It is yep. very good. Um, yep, so, all right. What do we want our restricted cards to be? So, let's look. So, we've got two crisis that need us to sit on the point. And so that usually makes me wonder if we should take Indomitable. Mm-hmm. Simply because it helps us stay. Um, now, if we have Cassandra Nova in there, she's kind of got that built in. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's that one. Uh, patch up is a good shout sometimes, yep. particularly if you want to keep Goblin on his healthy side for another turn. And we also have such deep health pools on our front side. I think patch up is really good. Okay. So let us add patch up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, a card that I think is an instant add to most uh, lists at this point, even though it's not restricted, especially because it's not restricted, Mission Objective. Yep. I I was on Mission Objective when I first started playing this game. I'm like, something that lets me keep you from getting my thing that scores a point? Yes, please. Mm -hmm. Like, that's... Then that probably comes from Underworlds, where staying on, on one of the five... Five hold points was so important in not getting bumped off of it. Mm-hmm. So, and then uh-huh. uh, also in the unaffiliated slot, um, just because there's a lot more of it going around these days, marked for death. Yep, that's another card I like a lot. Especially since we have some fairly long range attacks on this team. Getting around stealth, very good. Yes, getting around stealth, just. Uh, like I said, it's it's I like it because it's basically slowing somebody down. You keep keep somebody like a panther or a black cat from running away. And also, if you just really need to kill Doctor Strange, killing his Eye of Agamotto is really solid. Yeah, that is true. That is true. All right, so that I've got eight so far. Okay, so I have nine, but I think I have Indomitable down right now. Do we want that okay. other second restricted card, or do we want to look at one of the other restricted options? Let's 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 look at the other ones because sacrifice is another interesting option. I think, particularly if we're trying to keep Ms. Marvel in the game, and that's our goal. And also, is you being... can always just—it's a second lethal protector for Venom, right? Or like, I can always bump Carol out there to take it from her, especially if if Ms. Marvel's the one holding the objectives or something like that. Assuming they're going to be running a flank together, most yeah. likely. So I can um, okay. I can definitely see the reasoning for that. So that gets us up to nine. Yep. Are there any other cards that jump out to you as things you want to talk about? So one card that I think I don't know who else would benefit from it on this team, which makes me not want to take it. But I really like Smash with Ms. Marvel as a way to get her more dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think it's a little limited in our. Right, yeah. If we had had some, if we were playing her in X Men and we had some threes, or we had Colossus, or we had a Hulk. Well, we have some threes because Green Goblin and Venom are both threes. That's true. I mean, getting getting two extra dice on on either one of them is not a is not a bad thing. 
but I have been underwhelmed by my recent exposure to Smash, and we do okay. also have the scary new prospect of Follow Me going around. Yes, yes, we do. Which Follow Me, Fallback has been a, a popular one yeah. lately. Um, but I, I don't like Fallback as much as I like Follow Me. Let's get follow me in there. Yep. Okay. That gets us to 10. Mm -hmm. And that is a full list. Yes. So for the viewers at home, uh, our final list is Miss Marvel, Green Goblin, Dark Ock, Craven the Hunter, Lizard, Venom, Baron Mordo, Cassandra Nova, Rocky Raccoon, and Captain Marvel. For tactic cards, we have Fan Club, Well Laid Plans, Sinister Traps, Lethal Protector, Mental Domination, Patch Up, Mission Objective, Marked for Death, Sacrifice and follow me. For secures, we have Infinity Formula goes missing. Sword base established on uh, Sword establishes base on blue moons uh, moons blue area. Yeah, Don't, best best name in the in the game. The one I say probably the least. Yeah, no, but it's it's the most words, so it makes it the best. Uh, now it is the most words I think. Evacuation. What kind of herb? Um, oh, vac yeah, evacuation was pretty long. Uh, yeah, and then was... finally, Terrigen Cloud Sweep Across City. And yep. For Extract, we have Struggle for the Cube Continues, Montesi Formula Found, and Spider Infected Invade Manhattan. Yeah, I like this. I like all the 17s. And then we're going to throw you a loop with a super high and a super low. Mm -hmm. also, uh, also, a long one, Demons Downtown is longer than you think. It's that is true. Demons Downtown has our comeuppance come due. Yeah, that that's a long one too. They they, they like to be wordy on their their their, their secures for they sure. Like it as news headlines. Yeah, that's, I mean it, it works right. Like I love the, I love just the design of those cards, the way they look. Uh -huh. um, I've been playing it long enough now that I don't notice it most of the time. But I remember when I first picked it up, that was one of the things that struck me mm -hmm. from a design perspective on the game. Of that was really cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, this was a fantastic time. If people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Um, you can find me on most of the MCP discords, just as Brad A. I'm in the uh, Tabletop Simulator Discord. I'm in the Southeast US. I'm in NashCon, um, Gamers Guild. Like I said, a lot of the discords, you can find me. And now you are officially on the Morlocks Discord. I am on the Morlocks Discord. I've already been posting over on TV. Mm -hmm. So... Because uh, apparently I found a kindred spirit that I will need to drag onto a bonus episode at some point. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll have to find the find the right show that I've actually like watched and paid enough attention to to talk about uh, uh -huh. with some level of accuracy. Yes, that's yeah. Like too too much TV now is just background as I'm painting. Uh -huh. Work from home has has broken my ability to do screen time outside of work. It, it it's now it's like all meetings are staring at a screen. Yeah, and so it's like after ten hours, like. I just, like, my painting has greatly increased because I have to do something where I'm not looking at a screen in the evenings. Mm -hmm. um, and if you want to join that Discord and join those conversations, you can get in at patreon.com slash white, um, And you also get those bonus episodes that I was talking about. We should have, by the time this episode comes out, there should be my uh, July wrap-up episode should be out where I get to talk about weird Korean crime dramas and other fun stuff um, and not have an opinion on Thor 4 because I did not feel like going to see it in theaters. 
will not manage to get there. Um, deal with a little illness and some other stuff and some some spikes in this area with COVID. We have not made it out to the theater yet. On the other hand, I did go see Nope. Okay, how was that? Very good. Okay. Um, that will be. That'll probably be one we'll catch. Usually those come to HBO, so I'm usually pretty good catching those pretty soon after they come out. Uh, not the best horror movie I've seen this year, but pretty dang close. Okay. Yeah, I I have like a weird. My wife pre-screens horror movies for me because uh-huh. I'm not a big horror person, but I, she knows where my tolerance level is. Uh huh. And so she'll usually watch it first, and then she'll say, "You can watch this, or you can never even be in the room when I'm watching this movie," uh-huh. um, because she knows what really freaks me out. I really, really enjoyed the Black Phone. Okay, I've heard good things about that one. I'll have to, like I said, she 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 is my horror movie screener before I'm allowed to watch anything. Uh, she she pre-screens them, so there's certain things like all of the um, Conjuring movies. I am not allowed to watch those. <laughs> yep. Uh, also, best movie of the year so far is Everything Everywhere All at Once. That's what I've heard. Like I said, I think we we saw Doctor Strange, and I think that might be the only movie we've gone to in the theater this year. Is the Marvel mm-hmm. movie? Is like a Marvel movie? I uh, so. I have been two to three times a month. Yeah. It's it, it's finding the time and then also still finding a a show time where the theater is not packed. So uh, is is important for me still right now. I work uh, evening slash night shift, so I just go to the latest showing of the day. And which get out at I 1 get. Yep. So I will usually uh, have plenty of vacation time or flex time. So a lot of times I will just go like, oh, but cool. I'm taking this Thursday morning off, especially like the opening thing. Because a lot of times they'll show them like at nine in the morning here, yeah. Like on the Friday, and I I will go to that one, and there's nobody other than like a couple other business guys mm-hmm. at the nine a.m. showings who are basically just flexing their time, mm-hmm. and and going to the movie, skipping work, and going to the movies in the morning. Um, yep. That that has been good for for us too. But I never liked going to the crowded movies anyway. I always went to like the nine a.m. on Saturday shows. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um. Also. <laughs> Uh, if you want to see me playing stuff completely different, uh, relatively soon, hopefully, I will get back over to the board game dome so we can play my father's work, because both me and Brett are super excited about that game. Um, and then every Saturday, and most Saturday and Sunday mornings at twitch.tv slash games, I'm doing custom Arkham Horror the Card Game content. And then if you want to email the show, you can do so at morlocksmcp.com. Thank you very much for coming on. This has been a fantastic time. Thank you, Lexa. It has been fantastic. My first podcast is now completed. Woo! And (laughs) to everybody, keep experimenting.